My name is Anthony Morrow. I'm the CEO of American Eagle Gold. We have a great property called Knack and BC. We just drilled an amazing drill hole from surface of 125 meters, a 1.02% copper equivalent of a within a bigger width of 850 meters of 0.33% copper equivalent. We've taken the market by storm. Happy to talk to you, Matt. You have. Been a fun uh, two days for you, so in, terms, in terms of share price appreciation. Uh, welcome back. Um, right, but we better talk about it. You, you've obviously been out hunting for copper gold and first hole came back. Not too bad. Uh, not too bad. I went from zero to hero, Matt. Uh, I woke up in the morning. You asked uh, CO.ca what questions to ask. And one guy wanted me fired within six hours. Uh, I think we we're up our almost 500 percent and had four major mining companies reach out to me to talk about the project. Uh, you know, a width from surface like this uh, is absolutely amazing. We let the market do the talking. We had over 30 million shares uh, trade. And I think I told you just before the call, you can't do marketing in this market. You can't fake the market. Uh, the best marketing, only marketing to do right now in this, this down metal market are great results. And uh, our share price spoke for itself. Well, it, well, it did. But um, who was buying those shares? 35 million uh, shares got bought. Uh, we didn't do any marketing. I'm not sure really who bought them, uh, but a lot of people. That's what I know. Right. Okay. Okay. Fine. Well, let's let's talk about what you are, are going to be coming back with, because obviously, well, how many holes have you drilled? Because you've got, you've got one one assay back, but how many more coming? So so far, we've drilled five holes. Historically, on this project, you know, almost twenty thousand meters drilling, and, and a lot of people are asking me, well, it, it's been historically drilled. Well. There's only four holes below 350 meters, and the last hole that was drilled in 2008 and 2009, copper went from 350 to a buck 70. So historically, average drill hole is 170 meters. We're doing seven drill holes of at least 800 meters. Um, so yeah, if we drill five holes so far, uh, we're in the middle of our, our hole six, and we're gonna have a seventh. We'll be done by December. We'll be having assays come out, you know, hopefully every three weeks until uh, the new year, January, February. So lots of news to come. Okay, so you've got a, you've got a few a bit of a bit of old data in there too. But with, with this hole, most of the mineralization seems to be shallow. Okay, I know you've gone down to you know 800, 900 uh, meters, but you're seeing most of the reward coming, you know, up up the earlier drilling. So what are you expecting from the other holes? Um, does that represent what you thought going into this? First of all, we did hit a great uh, result from 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 shallow from surface. Uh, but this was the best hole ever drilled in this property. Even the previous holes uh, that you saw, this was by far the best. Uh, but we did hit at depth. We hit over 2% copper equivalent of about 20 meters in width, uh, which is amazing. And the reason why we're doing this at depth is if you look at a lot of the recent discoveries, Escobal, uh, Red Chris, et cetera, these big porphyries, they do have shallow surface deposit, but uh, the real juice of it is at depth. And what we always thought was this porphyry is coming from somewhere. There's a source. So we did hit, you know, a 20 meter interval, which is decent, but we believe it's being sourced from somewhere. And that's one of the reasons why we're doing this program. And just based on just based on what we've seen so far on our visuals and our XRF, uh, we seem very positive. Uh, you know, our team was thinking maybe not even release this first result because we did like the second, third, at least from the visuals. But you know, nobody even knew about us right now. Uh, everyone left us for dead. We didn't even have a heartbeat. And after our results came back, I, I think it's fair to say we had a shot of adrenaline. Well, well, yeah. I mean, they, they, they left you for dead because of what went on down in the U.S. It, it, it was a tough market down then. You, you kind of got refocused back on B.C. But what, what I'm trying to work out is um, how are you going to come at this thing? Because, you know, hitting, you know, higher grades at depth is okay if you if you see that continually um are you going to continue to do this deeper drilling or are you going to go for headlines with a shallower drilling because people people have got views about you know copper projects and the cost of drilling copper porphyries and i know you've got a bit of gold in there too but what's what's the plan in terms of how you allocate your capital with the drill program this drilling right now we have two drills left 
all of them are going to be deep drill holes. We're looking for that underground high-grade deposit. And so far, what we see from the visuals, we have seen that. We don't have assays back, uh, but we're very positive of what the news is going to be coming out. Right. Okay. And how much money have you got left? We had $2 million as of the, the last quarter, uh, mark to market, less than that. Uh, we'll be spending, we're funding entirely for this current program. Right. So what does that mean in terms of meters, in terms of dollars allocated? Yeah. So we'll be drilling anywhere between 5,500 and 6,000 meters by the end of this program. Right. In addition to what you've done so far or in, in total? Well, so far we've drilled, you know, five times eight, you know, a little bit over 4,000 meters. We have about 2,000 meters left to drill. Got it. Okay. Understood. Understood. But only um, only about 900 meters have been released to the public based on the assay of our first hole. No, I understand that. But again, what you're seeing in the market is companies coming out with information. Uh, the market has not reacted. You saw something different happen. Why, why, why do you think you got that reaction um, where others haven't? Well, first of all, you look at where we started from. We, we're, we're a $2.5 million market cap. So a lot of people are saying we went up 600%. It's not how much you increase. It's it's what your valuation is, what your market cap is compared to the other ones. So you look at Kurt Surge Copper, Kodiak, Pacific Ridge, uh, Brixton Metals. They're anywhere, bet- anywhere between 25 million market cap and 65 million market cap. We believe we have as good, if not better, than those companies, and we should be valued accordingly. Okay. So you said at the beginning, um, the, the only thing that really talks is, is, is the drill bit, but are you going to be getting out there and marketing and talking to people who you're trying to impress? Right now, now that we have some results to talk about, we are going to be going out there and marketing. We'll be going to Mines of Money. We'll be doing a Northern Miner exhibit, talking to investors. Uh, two days ago, nobody wanted to talk to me, and now I have friends coming out of, out of nowhere. So there's no shortage of funds, companies, people, trolls uh, that want to talk about American Eagle Gold. Right. And uh, so I guess you get to keep your job as well. It's good news, right? Uh, yeah, it's good news. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let the guy on CEO know. Um, right. Um, okay. So, you, so we, we know where you are with capital. We know what you've got um, left to drill. And we know you're going to continue um, to, to market. You're going to need to go and raise some money. Obviously, today today's better than it was Monday morning. Um, when will you be doing that? What, what's the what's the correct timing for this, or is it kind of you know see how things are and make it up as you go along? I'd be lying if I said we weren't going to raise money, but I still believe at at our current valuation, we're still significantly undervalued. We, we want to be valued accordingly. Uh, you know, we were better where than we where we were two days ago. We're five times the price, but we still believe we have a lot of room to run. Uh, we've seen the visuals of our. Uh, of our drill holes, we know it better than anyone else, and we have four, five, six more drill holes to come out that we believe that the market's going to have a positive reaction to. So we believe our, our share price is going to go up accordingly. We're seeing a little bit of a consolidation right now, but what's positive? We went from three and a half cents to over twenty-four cents, Matt. Three days later, we're just at seventeen and a half cents, uh, which is not much of a, a dip off. So we're consolidating right now. I believe we have another pop coming up. Right, and so give me the time frame for all the rest of the assays to come through that in terms of the drilled holes and the time frame for the rest of the drilling and those assays to come through because it would seem if all of that data is rep- is representative oh, sorry if your first hole is representative of what we could see going forward that's going to be a much better time to have a conversation so give me give me that time frame if i were to guess when assays are coming out based on these labs um i, I would be I'd be lying, but you know, our guess is in the next three weeks, we're going to have our, our second whole assay coming out and three weeks after that, another assay coming out, but anything could change with these labs. 
Uh, so just do the math, six more holes uh, times three weeks. You're looking at another 18 weeks till all of the information comes out to the public. Man, that sucks. That, that's going to be very, very frustrating because in terms of you know your ability to kind of time the market, you want all the information possible. Is there any kind of um, way to kind of shortcut that process? There really isn't. You got to wait for the labs. Um, and, you know, we uh, will put out one hole at a time if we have to. Uh, to give people as much information, keep the story going, and, and show them that what we see. But uh, we got to wait for the labs coming out. We're not going to come up coming out with information based on our XRFs. You lose all credibility that way. We're coming out with the assays. We got to wait for it. Uh, but you know, good news is, is worth waiting for. Okay, and you, you kind of frame this as a porphyry discovery. I mean, it, we're, we're one whole in, right? So that, that, that's pretty ballsy. So talk to me about why this is a discovery and why people should be viewing it as such. I don't believe I said it was a discovery. Our main hole was was a great result. Uh, it's on the it's on the front page of the um, PowerPoint. Canada's nearest porphyry discovery. Well, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't have put it there. Uh, this this porphyry has been there for for many years. Uh, what we did did discover, which is one hundred percent true is the high grade at depth, uh, which is a completely new area that people haven't drilled before. So we believe maybe it should be stated as, uh, you know, Canada's newest porphyry high grade uh, underground deposit. Um, so maybe we should change the wording of that PowerPoint, but what we've drilled and what we've discovered here so far, especially in the first drill hole, uh, has not been discovered in the area. It's the furthest depth drilling that's been done, you know, in this Babian camp. And that includes our, our properties next door. Okay, well, you've written my headline on the... Uh on the video. Thank you for that. It's a little uh, too long to put in the PowerPoint. I'm really sorry, Matt. <laughs> uh, Anthony, look, thanks for coming on and telling us uh, all about it. I guess people are going to be all, all ears, all eyes on um, the assays as they come through. Um, well done, and uh, we'll see you soon. Can I have one thing in there, Matt? Sure. So um, I, just, I really want to tell a really quick story, and I hope you have time. Um, the reason why we found this deposit, uh, my uncle is a geologist. He worked for uh, Freeport. I believe I told you this over the phone a couple of months ago. And he did the original mapping for Grassburg. His name is Gary Artmont. I would never say his name before. I'll tell you why I'm saying it right now. Uh, I love the guys closest with him than of any of my uh, uncles and aunts. And uh, what happened was we were about to start a drilling uh, in Nevada. And he told me, he goes, you know, you're going to have some trouble hitting something there. You really need another asset. And he goes, I've been working in this business for 50 years. It's the second best target I've seen. I can't guarantee anything. It's the second best target I've seen since Grassburg. You have to get it. And we said, we like our, we like our Nevada property. We're not going to confuse investors. That was August. We said no. December, he came back and he goes, Tony, with all due respect, you're a CFA, you're finance. You don't know geology. Listen to me. I've been in this business for 50 years. Get it. So he forced me to get it. And before I did that, geologists treat all their properties like they're their children, right? You got, you got a child causing trouble. You don't think he is. So I said, listen, I'm going to talk to a geophysics. A lot of the work that was done to saw these targets was based on geophysics. I hired the best geophysicist in the world, I believe. His name is Steve McMullen. Uh, he did the geophysics for Ivanhoe, discovered the Kamoa property. And I, uh, we paid him to give, uh, to vet the property and he, and he vetted it. And uh, that's why we purchased it. Uh, and we really do believe in it. We love the targets. We love the area. It's got full infrastructure. But one thing I got to let you know is uh, one month into doing this drilling, and Gary was overlooking the drilling. He actually passed away suddenly. Uh, he, was in, he was in Ecuador, and he just died. Um, and we were emailing him, trying to figure out where we're, you know, determining where we're doing the second hole, and he just passed away. Uh, and why I want to bring that up is, you know, a bit of an homage to Gary. We believe that he he showed this to me uh, for a reason, and we really do believe that there is something there. And the fact that he had the credibility and the experience of making discoveries like Grassberg and showed a snack, uh, I believe that there's a, you know, a lot more room to come. And, and just want to kind of give a shout out to my uncle, a really skilled geologist, which, by the way, not all geologists want to be CEOs and leaders. They want to do the hard work behind the scenes and make discoveries. And he made a lot of them, and he introduced us to NAC, and that's the last 
you know, real project that he introduced to anyone. And we're going to continue his legacy and continue drilling. So I just want to say that. Sorry for adding a little bit at the end, but love Gary, great geologist, and we're excited about our future here. Well, I, I, thank you very much for sharing that with us. That's very personal and um, we appreciate that. So best of luck to you. Um, you know, with, with with the drilling, um, thanks for sharing that story. Stay in touch with. Let us know how you get on. We need high grade copper projects. I know this copper gold, but you know, copper's the thing that's exciting the market at the moment. So uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Look forward to speaking more, Matt.